The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. It is Royce Lewis Day, and we are grading the two start starters for next week. Hope you'll join us on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with Hall of Famer Todd Zola on this Friday. Glad to have you with us. We will be grading two star pitchers as we normally do, but as I mentioned, uh, it is Royce Lewis Day. So Carlos Correa got hurt. And there's a ton of rain in the Midwest, but somehow uh, Minneapolis got spared. So we will be seeing Royce Lewis tonight against Zach Logue and company. And that seems like Todd, maybe, maybe Royce Lewis is kind of headlining this next Fabapalooza or an upcoming Fabapalooza this weekend. Ah, oh, we just we just missed the sirens. Perfect timing. Um, yeah, I mean, isn't it Duran Duran Day? Yeah, Duran was called. Nah. It's it's Royce Lewis Day. I'm, I'm just teasing. No, yeah, and I mean, we've we, in in, a, in AL and NL only leagues. This isn't anything new. We've been talking about this for years. That you don't you don't save for the Fabapalooza at the trade deadline anymore. There's usually a couple of cases along the way where you get promotion of prospects. It used to be you know one super two, and there were a couple of like sort of logical times. Now I don't know that the, I don't think that's as much of a concern anymore. I think it's just you always want to be prepared. Each week in AL and NL only to to take a dive into the prospects and have has the report on Korea come out yet as far as what how how, how serious it is? Last I saw that they were going to give him a CT scan to confirm. Right, that's what I saw but, as well. Um, okay, the initial reports are that okay. it's a fracture, so that's that sucks for Korea. But you know, saying with James, like it's kind of like the circle of life. You know, not not that the yeah, Korea is still with us, thankfully. Uh, but as a guy gets hurt, we get this the, the new blood coming in to replace him. So poetic in a sense, but uh, if you got to feel for Correa. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, I think it's interesting. Um, the Twins had options. Yeah, they could have gone Nick Gordon. They could have gone internally. Well, in, you know, going internally, they could have gone with the, 25, the, the active roster. But they, like many other teams have done earlier in the season, have gone with their hot shot prospect, and Lewis has certainly earned the call up. 
Yeah, he's been great at AAA. Just been out of this world. So yeah, yeah. and they have Jose Miranda up now too, who's right playing a lot for uh, Sano and the like. So yeah, um, maybe two twins as part of this Fabapalooza this weekend. Although you know when they get Kirilov back and Larnick's playing okay, uh, I'm a little less sure about Miranda's playing time uh, than Royce Lewis's, but. Uh, two guys to definitely watch for. MJ Melendez is in that group too, and uh, yep. Who am I forgetting? Juan Yepes and two, we there's a lot we, of we met, yeah. We mentioned Duran, yeah. Um, Duran, yep. Yeah, and there's there's a couple of pitchers, but we're never sure if the pitchers are going to stay up or you know just you know coming up for one of the frequent double headers, both in both planned and now unplanned with the weather and the. East Coast and the Mid-Atlantic just kind of, I think the technical word is icky today. So it is. Be a, it's, yeah. it's gross here in the Midwest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if, I mean, I think there might be a, another few cancellations or threats of cancellations. We've already got three games mm-hmm. uh, bang today. So uh, pretty ugly. We'll, but uh, in a kind of an exciting time because we do have this, this new influx of talent. Sure. Uh, Max Meyer, maybe the next one to, to join. Uh, he's on the pitching side and flashing very high upside in the minors. So uh, maybe Eliezer Hernandez gets bumped. Max Meyer was picked up in the stake league last night for five. I was up pretty late and uh, I saw the Korea news at around 11 central. So I got in a, a bid for Ru- Royce Lewis. Got him for three bucks in the stake league last night. Uh, good for yum, me, yum. Right? But, yum, uh, yum. I'd expect to have to pay about 10 times that. Eat uh, away. If you want him this weekend. <laughs> Eat away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping Royce Lewis can uh, hold his own and hit for a little power because, you know, I just I do not have much pop on my team right now. He's doing a little running. He's, he's running a little bit. Was it seven for eight or is that mm-hmm. Duran? They're both. Actually, they're both running. Yeah, Grand coming off Lewis that ACL for Lewis. Yeah, That's great. They're both see. running, yeah. Other pickups in the stake league last night. Ryan Helsley was still out there, so I had a $5 bid on him. He goes for 12 And then your guy, Edward Olivares, for 10 I don't know if he's your guy, but we've talked about him a, lot, a bunch over the past few years. He was up and down so much they had to make a new rule to limit the number of times <laughs> that could be up and down. And Yeah. Uh, but leading off now, that's a, that's a pretty good sign for him. Uh, the, that game is under threat of rain too tonight, but the, the lineup released by Kansas City does have Edward Olivares leading off yet again. Yeah, it is. It is a promising sign. We'll see if that holds. Well, I mean, not about the game, but in general, if this, if this, if they finally, if the Royals have finally turned the corner and are going to give Olivares a true shot, that would be great. Last year, I liked him for cheap speed and. He never came to fruition. I also liked uh, Jared Oliva from the Pirates, and that he's been released. So maybe that's not a very good omen. Wow, has he? I, didn't I thought he that. had, or maybe maybe he cleared way. I, that, oh, this he is DFA'd or something. Yeah, this is a while ago. Oh, wow. uh, so but yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to trust the Royals or not to trust the Royals at this point. But in my "What have you done for me lately?" approach, man hitting leadoff, I'm all over it. Yeah, disappointing to see Melendez not in the lineup today. Why? They're dead last in the majors in scoring, and you, you bring the guy up. Why would you not? 
stardom, but well, the game may be rained out anyway. So. He is the backup catcher at this point, correct? I mean, yeah, but he can play right. But you, you can, field but and if you don't have three catchers, it's that's kind of taking a risk. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know Perez is Mr. Durability, but even so, he, he he replaced Gallagher on the roster. So I can kind of this. I'm not as perturbed about this move as. It may be for a different prospect because right now he's the backup catcher. Yeah, I hear you. I would like to see him getting a shot though, because again, he well, I don't know if I mentioned it here, but he led the majors and or minors in home runs last year. Melendez. Yep. Cleared forty. So with their offensive woes, I'm just having a hard time wrapping my my head around it. Other pickups in the stake league, a Yadiel Hernandez has been hot, but I don't see it myself. Luke Voigt was dropped and then picked up for five. I had a small bid on him, but I had him behind Royce Lewis, actually. So that goes to show you where we are on Luke Voigt at this stage. Michael yeah, Walker yeah. for four. Jose Miranda for four. James Caprillion for three. Uh, should get him back. Wilmer Flores for three. Trevor Larnick for three. Tyro Estrada for three, Josh Winder for two, and Winder looks like he's a. That was a James pickup, by the way, and Winder's got a nice matchup tonight. So if you're scrambling, you can you're in a daily moves league. You want to pick up and plug in Josh Winder. Yep, he was one of the guys I wrote up for ESPN today for this for streamers. So I've got him in the in the staff league. Uh, picked him up as a minor leaguer that I hope to use this year. I'm not doing well in the staff league, not doing it didn't work out so well, but it's still a little bit early. But yeah, that was the plan with Winder. It, you know, nice, nice uh, affirmation or confirmation that that James uh is in on it. 12 strikeouts, four walks in 16 and a third, went six innings against Tampa last time, seven strikeouts, one walk. So it's given the length and he struck out some race. So I think it's a an easy stream tonight, and we'll and we'll go from there because we're not sure when Ober's coming back. And we're not sure if Bundy will, you know, there's a, there are openings in that rotation, but, you know, he's still going to have to pitch well to, to earn it. And, you know, usually we on our MLB network radio show talk about drops a little bit. And um, I have kind of relieved myself of those, of that show. So you're doing that now with the Halterman, but I will say, you know, one drop, drop candidate anyway, that I want to throw by is Josh Lowe. I think a lot of people will be tempted to. Do you think it's the right call to drop Josh Lowe at this point? Um, I'm so being a little option. prescient. We, I, I bet we talk about drops tomorrow, and I'll bet Josh Lowe's not on the list. No. Uh, <laughs> um, it was, yeah, we, we pre-recorded the show. No, uh, uh, Eric, Eric had a, a decent little list. Uh, no, yes. I mean, I think I think Lowe is, it's, it's to me, and I, I mentioned the what have you done for me lately before, and I talked about it with Jeff earlier in the week on Sirius. I really think, especially in NFBC leagues where you only have seven reserves, until we know more about the ball and what they may do and how you can combat it, I can't give you a list of players to pick up. I just can't because things may change and it may backfire. To me, the way to counter it or feed into it is, and this is always the case, this isn't anything new, but and it's I, it's like, you know, I always give 110%. Well, you got to give 110% in the effort to maximize at-bats, maximize plate appearances. And in order to do that, 
you need as many players as possible. If you don't have the, the reserves to figure out who has four games, who has three against the right-hander or three against the left, well, there's not going to be three against the left-hander. If you don't have the reserves available to maximize your matchups, you, you're going to fall behind. And if that means dropping a Josh Lowe, if that means dropping a Charlie Morton, then you got to do it because when they come back or when they turn it around, you're going to be behind. So I re- I think that more so than ever, you really can't stash and you really can't sit on prospects and, and you know the injured players. You really have to you know Miguel Sano. I don't know. Well, he's not going to be out that. Well, no, he is going to be a little while now. I mean, you know, I think he's whereas before he's not a drop. I think he's a drop just because I need that roster spot to get. Uh, you know, the, the four versus three or the better matchup over the weekend. Yeah. Played appearances innings are king and that's they're always king, but yeah. they're even, you know, even more so, you know, I mean, in this offensive environment. Yeah. yeah it, it's not, it's not the skill. It's, it's the, it's the volume. You just, mm-hmm. you know, that's my opinion anyway. And I, of course I'm not, unfortunately I don't have a main event team to put my money where my mouth is, but I really want to win the TGFBI and, that's the same idea, so that's that's my approach. So I am I am playing it that way, but I can't satisfy those that don't believe that free leagues don't matter. I hear you, man. I, uh, you know, I've I went into the year thinking, okay, I'll have one stash, but then they pile up because the guys yeah, have the IL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does just leave you with, you know, if you have too many, you just have few options in those half weeks. So yep, I get what you're saying. I, I think I'll be getting Josh Rojas back soon, maybe. Uh, Luis Castillo, but I mean, Rojas is, isn't Rojas is his role is, I, I think he should be the third baseman, but I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. You know, he could be more of a util guy. But yeah. I think he's going to play pretty much every day. I'd like to backs think, aren't that bad though. I mean, when loss wise, so and they they've also said they're not going to put it, Rojas in the outfield. Hmm. So yeah, you know, they have to be the infield then. And all right, we mentioned third with a, uh, I mean, with Ahmed back at shortstop and Marte, he's pick Marte's picking it back up again. He's hit the ball hard for five straight days. Um, I don't know. Can he, I, th- I think Rojas deserves to play third, but whether whether they just leave him there or not remains to be seen. But yeah, he he definitely can help. I I think it's but you know a little bit of speed, uh, if nothing else, coming back. Now again, we're still waiting on Correa, but that may be a tough drop decision. Like if he's out eight weeks. Maybe you have to think about Correa, but yeah, and it's not the skill; it's need. It's the need of the roster spot, and when he comes back, not being so far behind that it doesn't matter how good he hits. Yeah, good points. Good points. Well, uh, anybody else on your, you know, in your crosshairs for pickups this week, or not? Not so much. Um, uh, I haven't. I haven't gone that deep yet. I'm still. Uh, still, putting you on the spot a little bit. No, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to. Th- I mean, I'm act- I'm actually interested. I'm actually interested in Durant. Um, not just necessarily because of a Red Sox fan. I think it's. It, I think it has to do with the price because I think people may think it's a short term pickup with Eliezer Hernandez, Eliezer Hernandez, Enrique Hernandez, mm-hmm. Kike uh, sick, and he think he may go down, but the Red Sox could use a spark. And Jackie Bradley bad. Jr. is certainly not providing any offense. He's all right. He's all right. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around a little longer. 
Uh, I have a, a slight interest in Miranda just because what you mentioned with 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 with, uh, with, with Sano. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's the, you know Lewis obviously as well. Um, but doesn't sound like you're going to be breaking the bank. I don't know that. I don't know. No, and I'm not also, that type of fantasy player anyway. Well, no, actually, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I kind of I if I if I need a guy, I, over, I air quote overpay in a big league. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not checked. You're not I the think, kind of guy who goes chasing a hot prospect. Usually. Not a hot prospect, no. Um, but I will if I if you know if there's a pitcher I think that will help for the rest of the season. Even though I'm you know about saying all the whole thing, I'm not a rest of the season guy anymore. I mean, what have you done for me lately? But if there is a type that I think will stick around and be good, um, I'm not averse to putting down 323 and seeing the next guy at 113 and having people make fun of me on Twitter. I don't care. I got the guy. Yeah, so you're you're not worried about any like you know backlash or nah, well, comments, no but of course not. But um, yeah, you're also not the kind of guy who's gonna get caught up in the hype, and I respect that. I have been uh, guilty of it here and there, but uh, you learn and you learn and you move on. Um, real quick, we had a comment from actually our colleague Ken Kreitz, K Train, and since we were on the topic of the Red Sox, I'll throw this at you now. Um, do you have a favorite to lead the the Red Sox in saves this year, or are you just kind of hands off this bullpen? Um, I, I I think you know what I'd like to think. I would like to think that the Red Sox saves leader is currently not on the team. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. That means that 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 Bloom's going to have to make a move soon. Uh, I don't know that that's in the radar. You know, I don't think you make a move for a closer unless you're absolutely positive that you're going to make the playoffs, yada, yada, yada. And, and you know, I'm not absolutely positive they're going to finish above 500 right now. I think they'll finish at 500. But it's this is, the, you know, it, but the other hand, this team's record in one run in close games is just horrible. I think they're 0-5 in extra innings mm. alone. So, I mean, they could use one. Um, I just I just don't like – I don't think Hansen Robles is very good. But Alex Cora seems to like him. Um, Jake Diekman isn't that good, and, 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 and man, I, I I don't know. I mean, this this I can. And it's not just because I'm a Red Sox fan. Maybe it's because I'm a little closer that I have a little, you know, maybe a little more insight into each individual entity. But I this this one's got me baffled. The problem yeah. is none of them are any good. You can't yeah. you can't say it's got the best skills. Go with this guy. They're all terrible. Is it Whitlock? I don't know. I think it was an article in the Athletic. I haven't read it yet. With bookmarked where they talk about how how Whitlock can both start and be a closer. I'd like to read that article. Yeah, I think Whitlock's pitching his way into that long term plan in the rotation. So uh, I don't know if it's him. And you know, Matt Barnes got a save on April twenty second, but since then, uh, five earned runs in four innings. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, not a lot of great options. Kind of like the Reds. I mean, the <laughs> Red Sox aren't nearly as bad, but there's just nobody. Maybe best to just not look at anybody there because it's just give you a headache. Uh, before we head to the two start starters, let's first take care of a little piece of business, and uh, we'll be back momentarily after these quick messages. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. With Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we are now back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It is the Two Start Starter Pod, and so we will dive in right now into the Two Start Starters for next week, the week of May 9th, twenty twenty two. So we are. Uh, I think it's what a, a month into the season today, isn't it? Pretty much. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a month, but it's four weeks, right? Yeah, I mean, pretty it's, much. It's technically, it's a month. Like, yeah, it's four. Yeah, four weeks start, to the day. I think you started on a Thursday, so it's pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. A, yeah, and it's it started on the seventh. Yeah, we're we're, oh, we're seven, it, it's yeah. as good as it's 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 some it's a month. Zola, shut the hell up and let Clay talk. It's a month. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, it is a <laughs> month, but it's uh, one of six. So. Uh, yeah. Keep your head down and keep grinding and um, check it on your team in another month or so. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't look at any of my standings ever, but I also know that it takes some a long time to really take meaningful I'm shape. I'm starting to take a look. I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. say it. I'm, I'm starting to look at my standings, yeah. I mean, I'll take a glance, but I really don't put much stock into what they look like right now. I don't um, get concerned. I don't, no. I'm not, you know, but I, I am, I, I have now started to look and find out my, where I am. Yeah. So two start starters for the week of May 9th, Humberto Castellanos. Uh, I mean, he's got a serviceable, you know, in real life anyway, a serviceable four, one, two ERA versus Miami versus Chicago. This is not somebody I see really clearing really any bar for me. So, I think I'm gonna have to go zero. Like I just can't see picking up Humberto Castellanos. I'm going zero, but I'm gonna look at him. 
he's pitching better than I thought he would. The guy did that, I lose it? Oh, there you are. Oh, well, I, I didn't. I didn't hit mute this time. Um, I, I say with Castellanos, he's not a guy that I'm using right now, but I think he's pitching better than I thought he was. So I do want to keep an eye. Um, he went five and two thirds last time, so you know he went five five two starts previous. So he's going the distance or enough of a distance, but it's to me it's uh, too much of a risk still. Yeah, just not enough of a proven commodity. And this is, and, and I am a great, you know, like I said, I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to play it aggressive. And I think Castellano is that delineation line. The very first picture we talk about, I don't know if he's a delineation line, but I have a sense he's going to be the delineation line of better than Castellano. So I'm going with not, you know, worse than it is an automatic set. I hear you. Well, no two start starters for Atlanta. They got, Two off days next week. But for Baltimore, a couple road starts for Kyle Bradish uh, at St. Louis, at Detroit. He uh, made his debut and didn't pitch all that poorly. He's actually made a couple starts now. Um, first outing was pretty good. He had a quality start, but then against Minnesota, he gave up four earned runs in as many innings. So uh, K's aren't really great right now. This feels like kind of a trap because he has a little prospect pedigree. I know he was already picked up in a lot of spots. Uh, if in leagues where he's still available, I'm not really chomping at the bit to go get Kyle Bradish. Uh, but I think I might give him a one. Like I could see it. I mean, whereas I can't really see it with Castellanos, I could at least see it with Bradish if I was it really desperate. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I understand. You know, I agree in principle, but both away games, both away starts, I'm gonna shy away from this one. I hear you. So I'm you going got a zero. zero. Yeah. I got you. I'll be keeping keeping our scores here. And at the end of the show, we'll recap them. And I will also add the two-star pitcher grades to the show notes. So check them out there if you want. Uh, Kyle Hendricks at San Diego, at Arizona. Brutal start for him. He had that great opening day start. And then it's all been downhill, seems like, for Kyle Hendricks. Uh, pretty good matchups here, though. So, I mean, this may be one world 12 where it's like, deploy him or cut him and then if and if he doesn't fare well here you cut him um i'm probably gonna go with a three and maybe be high i'll go two no he really has been terrible yeah last year was so weird in that he he was horrible then really 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 good and then horrible again yeah It, it was just so bizarre I remember you um, noting that maybe in our outlook or somewhere else. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I probably wrote that. Um, to me, it's either you start or you don't with with a guy like Hendricks at San Diego to Arizona. Arizona's so bad that I guess I'm going to give him a two. I, yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, uh, hard to trust, but and if you don't feel good about it, maybe you cut Kyle Hendricks. But... I don't think you will lose the league by cutting Kyle Hendricks. No, I don't think so either. Uh, Luis Castillo looks like he'll finally be back for the Reds. This team is so bad, though. Three and twenty-two. Um, it could be rained out tonight, but if they do play, the the only storyline that's worth watching there is if a fan will defecate in the Toyota Tundra. But uh, Luis Castillo, I know he's done okay in his rehab, but uh, on this team, and the fact that he's not like, well, I guess he could pitch close to a normal workload. He threw seventy-six pitches the last time out. Still would like to see it. Um, 
I guess with Luis, though, I'll give him a two. Like he's, I guess he's on the, the Hendricks level. Um, giving him higher on Castillo than most anyway. I, I want to say four, but I'm going to say three, uh, just because I do think you have to watch the innings. And I think if he was pitching six innings, he'd be a four. So if he's only going to go five, I'm going to go three. Vladimir Gutierrez breaks the scale in the opposite direction. He's like a negative one. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Zach Plesak, uh at the White Sox at Minnesota. He's been serviceable, I guess, from a real life perspective. But one and three with a four 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 ERA just doesn't play in a mixed league right now. Uh, White Sox are pretty iffy though, and so I, I'm going to give Plesak a one. I'll agree. He's kind of on that. I'll like, agree. Yeah. if you really need somebody. Uh, but not somebody I'm excited to trot out there this week. That's for sure. Austin Gomber at San Francisco at KC. I was talking with Jeff on the the uh, XM show, and I and I know you like to be aggressive at this stage, and I, I don't think that's a terrible call, but I do think you want to be, you know, you have to draw the line somewhere. You can't just be throwing anybody out there. I was skeptical skeptical about Gomber yesterday, or I guess it was a Wednesday, but then he got the win. And it was at home against Washington, so not the toughest opponent, but I got to give Gomber a little credit. Now, this is uh, – Jeff also pointed out that the infamous Gomber two-step from last year started at San Fran. Yep. Uh, then the second one ends at versus Kansas City. I don't want to get Gombered, but I think I'll give him a two. I agree. And I think San Francisco got him twice last year, as a matter of fact. And I, you know, I heard you, you know, we've talked about it. I heard the talk you had with Jeff. To me, it's a difference between being aggressive and reckless. I don't want to be reckless. And I, what I think is, I think our, our reckless, our, our aggressive line is your different. I think that I'm a, my, my, you know, I'm a little higher up on the, on the scale where, where I, I draw the line, but I think I just draw it a little bit higher than you right now. Yeah, that's fair. I hear you. It is uh, well, offense probably never be lower in our in our lifetime, hopefully. So I get it, uh, game theory wise. Uh, Michael Kopech, Lucas Giolito, Giolito is still a five for me. Kopech's been really pretty darn solid, but uh, no wins. So let's see, he's gone. Well, he's gone five three times, but when you're kind of like hoping and praying he gets five, it's it's tough to get a win. You're trying tough to expect to win anyway. So I'm going to give Kopech probably a four because he's so good on a perning basis, but with the caveat that uh, you're probably not going to get many wins. No, I agree 100%. Exactly what I would have said. So you got a little five, too? Yep. 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 Okay, cool. And then Kopech, did I say four? I'm sorry. Uh, I did say four, didn't I? Yep. Okay. Next up, Michael Pineda. And I guess, hmm. so I guess they got a double header too early next week. So it'd be Pineda and Scooble uh, getting two for them. So Pineda's tough to figure out this guy, but he gets Oakland and then versus Baltimore. Versus Oakland versus Baltimore doesn't get much better than that. So I think I'll give Pineda a three. No, I agree. I agree. Then, uh, Save some time. I'll say yes. And then where are you on Scooble? Um. I am probably Baltimore and Oakland. I'm a two. I'm sorry. I, I, I reverse that. I'm a four. Okay. Yeah. I'm I was going to say three, but I got you down for a four. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a four. 
Yeah, I think those matchups make sense. I'll skew a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, No two-start starters for Houston. Then for uh, KC, Brad Keller. Man, I mean, 174 ERA at Texas, at Colorado. The at Colorado dings them quite a bit, but I still think Keller's probably like a two. Uh, At Colorado, he's a zero. That's all. I mean, I do not trust Brad Brad Keller enough to use at Colorado. Um, I just don't. I hear you. Yeah, that is a tough one. I'll go one, but I got you down as a zero. Okay, yeah, uh, no, that's good. Noah Syndergaard versus Tampa Bay at Oakland. Uh, Thor's been pretty good. I mean, I don't have Thor anywhere, so he's kind of flying under my radar a bit. Um, how many strikeouts does he have? He only has 14 Ks in 24 innings. That's kind of surprising. Um, he, Ks not- are way down. He's pitching well, but he's not he's not exhibiting the wipeout stuff. And whether it's by design or he just doesn't have it anymore, I'm not sure. I like to think that he's, you know, starting out a little bit slower, you know, finessing a bit. And at some point when he needs that wipeout slider, he can dig it and get it, but maybe not use it every time. But right now, these matchups. Um, I'm 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 going four with these matchups. Same, same. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get back to it then. Uh, Julio Urias at Pittsburgh versus Philly. Oh, that's a five for me, especially with that start at Pitt. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So five for Urias. Uh, Eliezer Hernandez, six 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 ERA. That's pretty devilish. Uh, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Um, but he's a guy who, yeah, you know, kind of alluded to Max Meyer earlier. Maybe it's Max Meyer getting two starts, or maybe Max Meyer gets the second of these two. We'll see. But uh, Eliezer is definitely pitching for his rotation life right now. I'm going to give him yeah. a zero. I, I I'm going to give him a one because I still, I still believe in the talent. Arizona is terrible, um, and I don't mind the Brewers at home. Uh, I, I, mean, I don't mind. I don't mind a home. I don't mind. The Brewers in Miami is what I meant. Okay. Um, so you know what? I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna go two. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I, these matchups to me warrant a two. All right. I think he's on the verge of maybe losing it, and it or, just seems like he's giving up a ton of homers. Yeah, and those really usually is. go away, especially in the in, to, in today's game. Um, I think he's better than that. And I, the thing, I mean, I think he's a decent pitcher, but this is a team that's just loaded. I mean. Yeah, and I think are, yeah, I think Eliezer is a decent pitcher too, but I think he could actually be like a really good reliever. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have a guy may, like Max may, Meyer there. He may have, and and you know Cabrera, he may have to be reliever out of out of necessity. Yeah, that's true. Brandon Woodruff. Well, by the way, so, okay, so you had Eliezer too, right? Yeah, I get him a two. Okay. Um, Brandon Woodruff still got an ERA over five, but he had a great outing at the Red Truck up twelve. That's a team to get right against and when you know it he gets the reds again to start this next week so he's at cincinnati this time then at miami i mean that's a five currently and i have to adjust the innings and do some other tweaks he's atop the listings for me very top you know, the, yeah the very top he's a little bit ahead of max scherzer with one start mm-hmm. and it's i usually see three or four two start guys and i think that has to do with the way i chain altered the the weighting of one versus two starts. But anyway, yeah, as of right now, and, you know, at Cincinnati, 
at Miami. I know they're both away games, but I don't know that it gets a whole lot better than that. It does. I mean, you can get Pittsburgh. There are some in Arizona, but that just goes to show how many teams there are nowadays where, you know, good matchups against. Yeah, true. I mean, so many teams to pick on. And yeah, even though Woodruff has an ERA over five, that's not nearly enough to like ding him off uh, a status. So still five for me. No two-start starters for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, but for the Mets, what a rally last night. That was amazing. Uh, Lindor hit that homer. I was like, oh, that's a nice little homer and a losing effort. But turned out that sparked a comeback. And uh, it was a lot of fun unless you had like Corey Knable in your lineup. Uh, but Carrasco is at Washington versus Seattle. He's come around in a pretty big way, Carrasco. So I'm going to give him a four. Yeah, just to go, just to step back on Woodruff. Uh, his FIP is two eight five. His XFIP is three three two. So yeah, so regression. Yeah, regression is coming his way. Sixty point three left on base percent. Yeah, he's going to be fine. Uh, yeah, now yeah, that Mets. Um, I you know it drives me nuts. Uh, you know, calling you know calling out Joe Girardi for the way he managed. Everybody would have done kind of. I mean, familiar. I mean, it's that's what you do. You, you don't use a guy in a blowout game. You don't use a guy for two innings. You bring in your next guy to get him some work, and it just happened to backfire. Joe Girardi did not give up the runs. The yeah, Philly I saw was, a couple like fired Joe Girardi. Too. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know he didn't. You know he he did whatever he manager would have done. You know he get he get everybody a little bit of innings in a blowout game, and it just didn't work. And then you know Canable didn't put out the fire like he's supposed to. It was just a a confluence of a bunch of you know weird things. But anyway. Carrasco, Cookie. Um, now I forget the, what were the matchups. Uh, at Washington versus Seattle. I think it's a three. Three, okay. At yeah. a four, but I got yeah. You. I, um, I mean, to me, I'm still of the. I'm still in the back of my mind. You know, he could go an inning and a third at any given outing and go and leave the game. It's probably warrants a four. It may be a four when I actually do my rankings, but I'm going to go with a three now. I hear you, man. Jamison Tyone's been really, really strong. And a lot of talk about Nasty Nestor being, you know, such a standout. But really, the, the rotation top to bottom for New York has been absolutely stellar. So Tyone's doing his part. He, he does get Toronto at home, though, to start next week. Then at the White Sox. So not the greatest matchups, but I think... <sighs> See, so yeah, I think I'd have him a tier or just a notch below Cookie. So I'm going to go three, but uh, I could definitely see a case for a higher grade. Um, I'm going to go three, but I may, and I actually may go higher as well. Um, but I, I, I like him more than Carrasco, to be honest. Okay. Good to know. I, I mean, he's been great. I just, Toronto still scares me, even though. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Really no doubt. No lately. doubt. Uh, Paul Blackburn and Frankie Montas. Uh, these, these weird, like, one-offs just throw me off. So. Blackburn is at Detroit to start, but then Montas is versus Detroit. Uh, then they're both versus LAA at the end of the week. So Blackburn, I kind of like and have him in a few leagues. So I'm going to probably be trying him out. Um, he's not a five, but since I'm going to be starting him everywhere I have him, I guess I got to give Paul Blackburn a four. I could have done as a three, but it may be a four when I do, when I redo the innings. I think Oakland's got two double headers. I don't remember how many natural games they have. But they have two double headers next week, so it's going to be yeah, an so odd that's week. Nine games. Is it? Do they have a full seven game week and two yeah. double headers? 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I know who's going to be leading my hitting article this week. Uh, yeah. To start working on that, on that, on the, on the pun with nines to the nines or whatever. But yeah, I mean, Montas is a five, right? There's got to be something wrong here with the grid because Tuesday's doubleheader, doubleheader Montas says versus Detroit, but then Oler says at. About this because that can't be right. They're not playing one half in Detroit. Sometimes they do that. I mean, there have been games where, in in recent history, recent history, there have been times where that's been done because of the schedule and COVID and everything else. I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is the case, but um, there have been times that's been that's been done. I'll just look here because uh, I probably will have to email Tech if. uh... Oh, so technically the Tigers are going to be the home team. I'm confused, but uh, yeah, it says. Yeah, I'll have to figure this out, but I'm I'm very confused. I guess the A's are going to be the home team at Comerica for one of those games. So yeah, they've, that's, that's been happening. That's been happening fairly frequently over the past couple of years. Yeah, my what I was saying was that they're not going to play half of a doubleheader in Detroit, then f- go to. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 they will. That I'm will pretty sure they will not do that. Yeah, um, but I I'm guess a, yeah, they, it'll be they, one of those where they get the team that's the away team will technically be the home team for one half. Yeah, didn't they do that in New York one day though? Didn't they take the train Did between games? I think in New York a couple of years back there was a be amazing a, a, the same city uh, doubleheader. Anyway, so. There was this like 1998 Fox like commercial for a Subway series going around Twitter recently. Just so good. Like <laughs> late 90s baseball was so great. Uh, Montas probably a five, right? Montas is a five for sure. Yeah, okay. you're right. They do have nine games. Uh, Oakland. Wow. Okay. Busy week for them. Yep. Uh, Ranger Suarez and Zach Wheeler. Wheeler's five, even though he's had a few struggles. Rangers kind of like. I mean, he's not probably a cut for me yet, but uh, I have him in a few leagues, and if he doesn't get on track soon, I may, he may be a cut. So I'll give Ranger Suarez like a two in Wheeler a five. Yeah, if it wasn't at if it wasn't for that at LA, I would think a three. Um, I'm going to go with a two for Suarez as well, um, but I, I still I still think he's got the talent. He's he's a tough one for me because I don't believe in waiting till I see it. I believe in just starting the guy. But he's kind of on that border of you know, maybe I do want to see it first, but um, I'm going to go with a two. I think I think I need to give him a little bit of a deep dive. I do too. I don't know what's going on, but um, before I cut Ranger Suarez, yeah, maybe, I you know, he, should he, dig deeper. He had a late start, right? Was it the visa? Yep, that's so, right. So you know, so I mean, at this point, pitchers should be pretty much settled. But even so, um, you know, it, it is kind of an odd scenario. So anyway. For the Pirates, you know, Bryce Wilson, I don't think you can trust. Quintana's been good, and he does get a home start against the Reds at the end of the week, but his first start is against the Dodgers at home. So I think with Bryce Wilson and Jose Quintana, I just got to go zero because yeah. I don't trust him to face the Dodgers. Yeah, I, I don't trust Quintana. I know he's pitched all right. I think he's, you know, more more fortunate than anything else. So, yeah, double zeros. I mean, I'll probably throw no-no against the Reds, but uh... – you know they're going like to do some damage at some runs. point. I don't know they're, about that. They're 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 the best three and twenty two team I think I've seen. <laughs> I don't think you've ever seen another three and twenty. <laughs> I think it was on one. 
<laughs> All right. So the San Diego Padres, no two start starters for them. And I would just want to throw out the the uh, obligatory caveat here that these are all tentative. So be sure to check out rotowire.com, rotowire.com slash try for a free 10 day trial on us. You can get a better idea of how our grid is uh, forecasting next week, uh, closer to lineup lock and closer to fab lock. Uh, but we'll do our best here with the information we have and the best guesses in our grid Tell at the you, moment. There's a pretty good chance that if you guys are listening to this not live, but you you know pre, you downloaded it, there's probably been five changes already with the weather going on. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> Just a brutal weather day today. Uh, Robbie Ray, he gets the Phillies at home and then at the Mets. Um, I don't know that Robbie Ray is like a five right now. I think I think he's a four. I think you're starting him, but. Uh, yeah, I like to reserve the five for those top tier guys. I just don't think he's there. I think he's still a top tier guy. It was it last night he pitched and you know got out Tampa got out to a lead, but he kind of hung, you know, kept the team in it. They didn't come back all the way, or did they? I think you're mixing games up at this point. But I like the no, way I was Ray, watching I, some of that. They did not come back. Yeah, they, I like they they yeah, they started to come back and oh that's right, because I was wondering it was Brooks Raley. I was wondering who would be the close, you know, who which of the 15 opportun- opportunists uh, we get the close the save last night for our, for the uh, for the Rays because Kittredge I believe got it the previous game, and the the answer is Brooks Raley. Um, yeah, that, okay, it's coming back to me now. But I did like the way Ray hung in there, and, and did give Seattle a chance. Uh, your, your old friend Jesse Winker hit his first homer off a lefty, nonetheless, or no less. But uh, yeah, I, I'm still going five for Ray. Board and against McCl- Lewis. Um, definitely not a five, but I think I think he's probably. Let me look at some of these other grades. I guess I'd put him. You know, uh, I think I'd have him right on par with Tyone. So right at right at three, Alex Wood three for me. Uh yeah. Yeah, Alex Wood, you know, one of my favorite lines I've been using for 20-something years is Alex Wood pitches really well in between IL stints. Well, I've only been saying IL for a couple of years. It's usually DL. But uh, or it was. he hasn't been hurt all that much lately. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going four. I don't remember okay. what I just said, but I'm going four. Uh, lefty, at Colorado, lefty versus Colorado always interests me. Yeah, it seems like since that year with the Reds, he's uh... – Suddenly found his health. So, <laughs> good for Alex Wood, though. I'm, I have him in a lot of leagues, and I'm pulling for him. Yep. Adam Wainwright versus Baltimore versus, versus San Francisco. That's pretty darn nice. So uh, he had a good outing the other day. I think it was yesterday. Didn't he, like, shut out? Yeah, shut out the Royals. Not the toughest opponent, but good to see that. And then these two positive matchups, uh, four for me. He's not quite a five. Four for me. I'm not a Hall of Fame guy, but has his rejuvenation at least have him in the picture now after two or three years of just ugh? Maybe I still he, pretty darn iffy for me. Though. Does he need another? Does he need a playoff run? Does he need one more playoff run or something? I know that shouldn't matter, but yeah, yeah. I, I, it's more. I mean, I was so anti Wainwright, um, even in, even when he's been good the past couple of years, but the skills have kind of ticked up again this year to where. It's it's not completely luck. Yeah, would you agree on four then for Wayne? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. And Corey Kluber, I mean, maybe he's four too. 
even though he gets the Angels, and the Angels actually leading baseball in scoring at the moment, and then versus Toronto. So that actually is kind of a tough two-step for the clue, Bob. But I think – I don't think I'm going to give him a four, but I'll give him a three. I have him in the two range, but I could give him more innings to the three range. But I'm going to stick with a two for now. Two, okay. Those are kind of tough matchups. Got you uh, for a two on Corey Kluber. And then uh, Taylor Hearn's got to be a zero, right? Yeah, he's. I don't. I don't know that I was on him enough to to call him a huge loss, you know, in the win loss ledger. I'm going to give myself a little. I'm going to give myself a small case L with Taylor Hearn. No, that's okay. Yeah, I because I thought that. he was better. I mean, I thought I thought he was serviceable, especially as a, um, a primary pitcher. But they're not using him in that role. But zero here, uh, the lowest ranked two start pitcher on my board. Uh, even below, even below Vladimir Gutierrez. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> quite an indictment, uh, Taylor. No two-start starters for uh, Toronto. I was thinking about cutting Yusei Kikuchi in the stake league last night because I'm not going to be starting him this week at, at the Yankees, but he did just have one encouraging outing. So, well, uh, at least be holding Kikuchi. Do a bit of a dive. I don't remember. I was I quickly read about it. I didn't have time. I'm still moving. Still moving. Still, I'm done moving. I'm still unpacking. Uh, he unleashed a new pitch and new arm angle last night. Hmm. Uh, I didn't know so, that. I just saw he finally like. Yeah. Like walks have been a problem. Yeah. It, I don't. I, again, it was just kind of make made made a note. I, I kind of wanted to see if Eno talked about it or or someone t- someone like that. But uh, yeah, it's. He, I think he changed his arm angle and unleashed a new pitch last night. Uh, so I think it's worth looking at, worth doing a bit of a dive to see what's going on with Kikuchi. Yeah, good points. I didn't know that, so definitely good to know. I will dig in. But, yeah, I just saw the one walk against 7Ks, and that was against New York. I'm not going to throw him out there at New York, but uh, at least some signs of life, and so I'll be holding for now. On All right, so real quick, apparently he's using a slider instead of a cutter. And th- who's to say that that's not a different classification of the same pitch? It may yeah. have changed just a l- with a um, – He's less less of a leg kick, um, so it may just be the same pitch with you know the different classification. But it's worth it's worth looking into. And his teammate Jose Barrios, he's kind of been like the the like a loose wheel or whatever you call it in this rotation. Like he's he's the one who's kind of he's supposed to be leading the charge, and he's been uh, the worst one. So he's got a five yeah. three four year right now. Gaussman and Manoa have been just fantastic. But I think Barrios will be there at so the much. end. I mean, it's it's not, you know, of course he'll be there at the end because he always has been. We're not going to see the next level that some of us thought we might see, but I think Barrios will be fine. Um, I'm not. This is a per, this is the perfect guy where someone else is going to say I'm I'm benching him until I see a good start. I'm just if I have him, he's in there for me. And no reason to consider Patrick Corbin, right? 0 5 with a 7 1 6 ERA. Um, no, but didn't he? Because 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 Corbin likes to troll us. Didn't he just have a really good outing in cores? Uh, I'm not saying started because a complete of it. game, I guess. Yeah, eight yeah, innings. Yeah, so I'm not saying started because of it, but that's that's what Patrick Corbin does, friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right, three we'll K's give up nine hits, but right, three K's, no walks. Uh, you know, but yeah, so it's just uh. That seven one six ERA, in what uh, what uh, yeah seven one six ERA includes you know a, a decent cores outing. So that tells you how bad he was previous. 
JP, by the way, yeah, we did touch on uh, Luis Castillo for two. I got uh, Castillo as a two, Todd's a three on the zero to five scale. And we'll recap all these grades right now and uh, also post these in the show notes, as I said. Humberto Castellanos, zero. Kyle Bradish, I got a one, Todd, zero. Kyle Hendricks, two. Luis Castillo, I say two, Todd, three. Vladimir Gutierrez, zero. Zach Plesak, one. Austin Gomber, two. Lucas Giolito, five. Michael Kopech, four. Michael Pineda, three. Tariq Skubal, I say three, Todd, four. Brad Keller, I say one, Todd, zero. Noah Syndergaard, four. Julio Urias, five. Eliezer Hernandez, I say zero, Todd, two. Brandon Woodruff, five. Carlos Carrasco, I say four, Todd, three. Jamison Tyone, three. Paul Blackburn, I say four, Todd, three. Frankie Montas, five. Zach Wheeler, five. Ranger Suarez, two. Bryce Wilson, zero. Jose Quintana, zero. Robbie Ray, I say four, Todd, five. Alex Wood, I say three, Todd, four. Adam Wainwright, four. Corey Kluber, I say three, Todd, two. Taylor Hearn, zero. Patrick Corbin, zero. Well, great stuff, Todd. I uh, look forward to catching you and your new co-host on MLB Network Radio, Eric Halterman, tomorrow. And I look forward to hosting on uh, Mother's Day on Accent with you. That'll be fun to uh, chat on Sunday as well. So anything else on your yeah. mind today before we sign off? Yeah, so we're up to four postponed. Uh, man. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, check out. Know, give give Eric give Eric a listen tomorrow uh, on MLB. I think it's seven p.m. Eastern. And um, the Z, Z files went up, and we hope to get back on a regular schedule with that. I think it's an interesting piece about uh, what's actually been happening under the under the hood with the with the ball and and, and why the averages and home runs as they are. So, a little bit technical. No no player re- recommendations, but I kind of you know it's kind of my forte to do things like that. You're the best at it, man, and uh, yeah. look forward right. to that. You're, you you do all right. No, all yeah, right. you're the man, and I have my moment. Look forward to talking with you again. Uh, yes, yeah, Sunday, and then next week, Friday. So, yep. hope you'll join us then. And uh, good luck with your fantasy teams this week. Talk to you soon on the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.